Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everyone, you've got Rebecca Shalon today, and as always, I'm very excited about our guest. We have a real-life fairy godmother today. Um, joining us today is Amanda Gerard. Hi, Amanda. Hey, how are you? I'm good, and I'm so happy that you're joining us. Now, this woman is truly inspiring. She has started her own business, like, from the ground up. She built it all herself. She has the most beautiful, like, demeanor and disposition about life, positive, beautiful, and and just loves to inspire children and everything like that. She's a foodie. I love watching her cooking <laughs> videos. There's so many things that I could say about Amanda, but Amanda, why don't you tell people who you are and what you do? All right. Well, that's an amazing intro. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, of course, my name's Amanda. Um, I'm a mama. I have an eight-month-old daughter named Charlie. She's the light of my life. Um, I'm also a school teacher, business owner, mental health advocate, sexual assault survivor. There are so many faucets to me. Um, of course, the one we're talking about today is my entrepreneurship. Um, so I am a self-proclaimed fairy, um, fairy godmother for my company, Ferris Sky. Um, and yeah, so I get to kind of make dreams come true, both for kids and uh, princesses. Yeah. So tell us about what Ferris Sky is. Like, what, what's the, uh, the business premise behind that? Yeah. So we are a character, um, a character entertainment company, and we just also have branched down to decor. So what we do is we um, have characters and we send them out to do birthday parties. Uh, we get to do collaborations with um, different organizations to fundraise money. Some of my favorite ones that we've worked with is, of course, um, Balding for Dollars with the Children's Cancer. We've worked with the BC Children's Hospital, lots of fun people that we've got to meet and make dreams come true. Uh, we get to do private events, public events, and now we get to do decor for birthday parties, which is super fun. Mm. Yeah, you guys have really, really beautiful decor. I love um, like how you really sort of make the scenes come to life. Uh, but that has been difficult lately because, you know, parties and gatherings uh, aren't really allowed. How have you um, adapted to that? Yeah, so of course, like so many industries have been hit so hard. Um, and with the party industry, we're virtually, of course, shut down because you can't meet with people, you can't have parties. Um, so when COVID hit, we had just started to get our groove with our venue. And we opened up a venue in Langley where people could come and host their own birthday parties. And as soon as that was put on hold, um, honestly, my dreams just came crashing down because mm -hmm. I had spent a year just building up this, this dream for it to get steamrolled by COVID. Uh, so we, of course, had to stop, rethink, rebrand. So we went from on um, in-person to, of course, switching to virtual. 
So that was a whole thing to learn, learning how to do Zoom, learning how to keep children engaged and interacted on an online platform where you can't be in person with them and you can't feed the energy in person. Um, mm. Yeah, then of course we were reworking our things, our programs. So when we were allowed to be in person, we had it so that we were promoting social distancing and rework what we do so that we weren't touching. Um, just been a lot of stop, rethink. Um, I actually did lose the venue this year. We weren't able to hold on to it. It was just not financially probable anymore. So of course, even that side of going from hosting parties in venue to now delivering decor outside instead. So just, it's been a lot of stop, pivot, rethink, rebrand, stop, pivot, constantly adapting. Yeah, that's that's a lot to deal with because you, you just sort of launched your venue and then got hit with this big like curveball and had to, you know, transfer your whole business into a different platform. Yeah. That that must be really difficult trying to like uh, manage children when you're when you're not in front of them. And I mean, like being a teacher as well, you would have had to do that with schools. Yeah, I was lucky. I was the music teacher, so I would host lessons, um, but no one would come to them. I uh, was teaching kids how to play recorder in those last couple <laughs> months, and I'm pretty sure I had some very, very, very happy parents having their kids learn recorder. At yeah, home. I think all the parents would have been hiding the recorders <laughs> for quarantine. <laughs> my own husband, I'm pretty sure, wanted to hide my recorder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we we are located in Vancouver, so we've sort of been working around those restrictions um, in terms of that. But pushing your um, business to a new platform, uh, have you been able to like expand the areas you service? Like, can you now offer it globally? What are the what are the advantages that you've discovered? Yes, that is, I think, the best thing about moving online. So personally, one of the best things about moving online, um, when this all was happening, I was. Oh gosh, I think I was like five months pregnant. So when COVID started to hit and we started seeing outside, I was already getting to the end of what I could do in person because I wasn't that big yet at that point in time, but I was so ill and I could not be in costume in person, jumping around and dancing without wanting to just be sick everywhere. Yeah, uh, especially because you do like the the high energy um, characters like the Ice Princess and exactly oh, <laughs> all those ones that are just buzzing all the time yeah uh and of course soon as soon as COVID hit and we couldn't do in person anymore that was actually when I was starting to show and if you go on my like personal Instagram you get to see pictures of me um as a princess with my baby bump because I would mm -hmm. of course when you're on zoom they only see from chest up so my baby belly got to be hid. So the one, one of the best things was I actually got to do virtual birthday parties until I think I finally stopped mid-August and I um, had my baby on September 4th. So I wow. went pretty long with doing yeah. them. I think my husband hated me like trying to put on corsets when I was six months pregnant. It was terrible. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we also, of course, got to branch out uh, far beyond Lower Mainland. Um, I got to do a birthday party all the way for someone in New York. Wow. Um, we did one in Florida. 
Um, I've done the East Coast of Canada. I got to do a couple in Alberta, which is where I'm originally from. So it was nice to kind of get to reconnect in Alberta. Um, and we even had a request for Japan, but the timing wow. just, of course, didn't work with Japan. <laughs> Well, that's good to know, though, because our audience is uh, largely American. So if you are listening out there and you've got little ones in your home, then that, this is a good option to keep them occupied for like an hour or so and have them meet their idols. <laughs> yes, we're good for like that break to go do your laundry. <laughs> mm. I've actually done that for a couple of people where they just want the good 20 minute chat with a princess so that the kid is fully entertained on the on the tablet or on the computer mm. and then they get to go mommy gets to go have a nice glass of wine and fold laundry mm. and you I know even, is something that I would love to do and you you send packages and stuff too there's like options for that right like yeah so we have what's called magic mail so I am so lucky that we have this beautiful little postcard shop on Granville Island um, I actually just went there two days ago with my daughter and they have beautiful postcards um, that have Disney artwork, the classic Disney artwork. Um, so I went and I bought those and they're just gorgeous. So we write um, letters from our characters and then send them out on these beautiful classic animation artworks. I love that. Yeah. It's so nice that you get to spread a little bit of magic and, and hearing you talk about um, your business, you can obviously tell that you're passionate and you, you love what you do, which is really awesome. But uh, you're, you're saying this all like so positively, but like <laughs> there's also so much change that you just described. Like how how did this impact your mental health and, and like how did you act, like pull through this and pull off all of these massive changes? Uh, there was a lot of days of tears. Um, of course, like not only was I dealing with COVID and all these changes with my business. Um, I was also going through pregnancy, which um, for those mamas listening with their kids, like pregnancy puts a huge toll on your emotions. Um, so going through a lot of them, it was a lot of, I had to stop and think about myself and take a lot of time for self-care. Um, I went from being very involved in my company, doing hosting birthday parties on the weekends at the venue. Um, I would be a princess as much often as I could. Uh, we would, I would do all the emails, all the social media, work full time. Um, and it just got to be a breaking point with all of these changes. And for my own mental health, I actually had to really step back. So instead of doing every princess, um, I decided I would only keep two that I would do. And everything else was like, I'm so lucky to have such an amazing team of girls. And they really stepped up and took on a lot of those roles. Like no one likes to be the ice queen. <laughs> she's, yeah. We love her, but. The songs you know, are hard and she's, she's wanted all the time. <laughs> and that corset is just not fun when we only had the ice uh, queen corset. Yeah. So no one really wanted to be her, but they like all decided, you know what? Yeah, you need a mental health break. They took her on. Um, I ended up getting help with, um, oh, I forget their name, but it's for actually for maternity. Um, I got put up with a psychologist and a psychiatrist. Um, I got my help that I needed. I got to talk things out um, with a professional, got on meds, really helped with the mood and postpartum depression and all mm -hmm. the anxiety I was feeling. 
and just sharing a lot of it too on social media. Um, I've, it's almost become, social media has almost become a, a diary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I share things on that. My husband, he half the time doesn't know what's happening in my mind. Um, I actually, I decide to write about it instead. Um, cause it's just so nice to connect with people. And for me, it's a lot easier to just get all my emotions out in writing. So I'm like, yeah. journaling would be a perfect thing for me. I should journal more. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've decided that, you know, I have a voice as well. Um, so I share my things on social media, hoping that I can also help others. Mm-hmm. And you sort of find that like therapeutic, I guess. And But has, it, has there been any like negative effects from sharing so much of your life? <laughs> Um, yeah, I definitely have those who, um, question my motives of why I would do it, but the positive definitely outweighs those voices. Cause I've had so many people message me and just say, either offer me advice, offer me help. I've had people, Mm -hmm. um, connect me with services, um, that I really need. And of course, I've had those people who messaged me and said, you know, Mm -hmm. thank you so much for speaking up for this. Like, this is something that I'm going through and just knowing I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. So I've been able to connect with a lot of people and help them find services and connect with people that they might need to chat with. Yeah. So I guess like the the biggest thing that helped you through was was finding your voice really like just using it to ask for help and using it to say what you're going through so that you can find those connections and make sure that you're not isolated. Exactly. And like mental health and the things that happened to me in my past, it's so, it's still so taboo to talk about. Um, And just being able to take that and be like, no, I am not going to be silent anymore. Mm -hmm. Like there's no reason for me to suffer in my own little bubble anymore. It's been well enough time. I think opening up and actually talking about these things and being able to get the help that I need um, was the biggest way to just get back my life. What what inspired you to, to find your voice? A big thing was actually my daughter, like, Um, having a child completely changes your life. Um, and I just knew that I wanted to be the best possible mama for her. And that if the things that happened to me happened to her, or if she felt the way that I felt, I would not want her to suffer alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I thought, you know what? My mom probably feels the same way about me. Like she would never have wanted me to suffer alone. Mm -hmm. So I decided, nope, we're, we're not going to do this anymore. We're just going to go for it. And just, I, my parent, my poor parents probably had a heart attack for all the things I find out about me in such Mm -hmm. a short amount of time. Yeah. It is difficult. It's, it's very difficult to share. Like as much as it is freeing, it also, you know, causes a lot of anxiety because you're really not sure about how the people close to you will react. Cause a lot of people like, you know, take on your, um, your hurt as their own and then like blame themselves and things. And that's, that's so, it's such a heavy thing and like a brave thing and a necessary thing as well, because it helps so many people, the more people like that speak out about their issues. Yeah. The best thing about speaking to my mom about what happened, um, I, I actually, uh, right after I posted it before, as soon as I hit that send button, I was like, nope, nope, nope. I got to call my mom. Um, and I called her and I actually had one of the best talks with her I'd ever had in my life. And we were so open and just to find out that a lot of the things that I was struggling with, um, and things that had happened in my path had also happened in her past. 
And it really, like that open and honest dialogue between her and I, it, I think it built a better connection. It kind of made me realize why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everything that she did was just out of love and it actually opening up to her and chatting just, it was, it repaired a lot of our relationship, I think. Do you think that uh, being immersed in a in a business that is, um, you know, like kind of centered around being a role model, do you think that that kind of like helped push you to have the confidence? Like, which princess did you draw from to, <laughs> to do this? Yeah, definitely. I mean, they all live their best life. And one of the songs that I would love singing is Show Yourself. Because mm-hmm. that song is all about, you know, you've always hid yourself and you know you're not going to do it anymore and you want to go find that person you know you were meant for something more and you just want to see what that could be Mm -hmm. like um so like just like Elsa you know and how she was holding herself back it just time to to be who I wanted to be and show who I really was and that song was just I love that song I belted out all the Mm -hmm. time (laughs) That's awesome. I, I love that there's there's so much magic surrounding your story and, and everything that you do, you you sort of make sure that there's a deeper message in, in everything that's going on. Um, and I love that you were able to like establish boundaries and take care of yourself in a time that was so tough that you were going through so many changes. Like that is not an easy feat. That's really, really difficult. Most people would crumble under that sort of pressure, you know? Um, so ha- since you've had Charlie, and that's yet another change uh, while you're going through your business, <laughs> um, how has that impacted uh, being a business owner and, and juggling being a mom? Yeah, it's definitely been a learning curve with her. Um, at first, uh, one of the best advice I actually had was don't change your life to fit the child's schedule, fit the child into your schedule. So from the very, very beginning, um, I think I took oh gosh what did I take like maybe two weeks off before I was back in my venue doing things mm-hmm. um and I just remember being like this is so stupid I don't like being away from her I and why was I forcing myself to go back to work so soon like I love my work I love my job I love making dreams come true and making magic and being your own boss it's amazing mm-hmm. but what I really wanted most of the times when I was there was just to be back home with my family. Um, so it was a learning curve. Like I love to be busy. I love to take things on. Mm-hmm. Um, but just knowing I couldn't do it all myself. Um, so I've now learned uh, my husband actually set boundaries for me. I should have set them for myself, but he sent them for me. He said, you need to set boundaries. So mm-hmm. seven o'clock or later, if it's not a phone number that I recognize, I do not answer it. Uh, emails mm-hmm. past 7 p.m. Do not answer it past seven. That is my time with my daughter. Even past six o'clock, half the time I don't because 6.30, that's bath time. Seven o'clock, we're getting ready for bed. Uh, Sundays are very um, sacred to us. Sunday is family day. Mm-hmm. So I had to start setting boundaries upon myself of I am not um, at the back and whim of everyone every second of the day. You know, I have my hours of operation I stay within those hours of operation and it's crazy because I always thought no if I don't answer that email as soon as it comes in yeah 
I'm going to lose business. I, it's, it's going to be a disservice. It is definitely being so accessible is, is hard. I think it's, it's a double-edged sword, but we will go for a quick break and we'll talk a little bit more when we come back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hey you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, welcome back, everyone. You're with Rebecca Shalon and our amazing guest, Amanda Gerard. And just before the break, we were talking about like the importance of having boundaries when you're a business owner because it's so easy to just get sucked into that and and wanting to like handle everything yourself because it's your it's your baby and like as much as there was so much change you had to like help yourself by stepping back um and you were talking about some of the boundaries that you had in place did you want to uh elaborate a little on those yeah so we talked about um not needing to be on like answering messages and answering the phone all the time and how I thought if I stopped answering those emails right away that my business would just collapse. So kind of that crazy thinking of if I don't do this, the worst case scenario is going to happen. Um, but people who are actually very receptive to it and they kind of realized, um, you know, all I would say is I have a child I Mm -hmm. can't be answering this right now, but I'll answer you within the next 24 hours. And for the most part, people have been really great about it. Um, The world hasn't ended. I've set my boundaries. The world hasn't ended. My relationship with my husband's grown. My baby is very, very happy. I like to think she's very happy. Yeah. So yeah, only good things have come out of this. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we've talked a little bit about like sort of the uh, emotional aspects of being um, a business owner and how to take care of your mental health. But what about like the business savvy? How did you go about, you know, building this business from the ground up? What were those first steps that you took in order to really become an entrepreneur and start to make your dreams come true? Yeah, so it definitely started with an idea. Um, so when I lived back in Alberta, I didn't even know that this was a thing. All I was doing, I was teaching. And it's so funny. I actually, I didn't even like, um, like characters that much, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which is mind blowing. That is bizarre to me. I really? know. <laughs> I, I was not a, like a huge crazy, like I dabbled, I dabbled in character love. Um, and then I decided I really love sewing. Um, and of course I was a teacher. So I started doing, I was on Instagram and I saw these girls through the cosplay community who were party princesses. I was like, oh, well, that's fun. Yeah. And then I thought, well, I want to make a princess costume. And then I looked at how much it was to get wigs and get fabric. And I realized how expensive this was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, you know, as a teacher, well, back in Alberta, as a teacher, I made pretty good money, but it wasn't really enough to, I thought, to fund this new hobby of mine, which was sewing. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to combine my love of children with my love of sewing. And I love acting and I love singing and I'm going to put them all together and I'm going to be a party princess. Um, so I set to work on making my very first gown. So the very first gown I ever made was the beauty princess mm-hmm. um, and Cinderella. Those were my very first two ones I ever made. Um, and the very first party I had was as the beauty princess. So as soon as my costume was done, I started posting on our local mom groups and our local buy sell pages that I could do this. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I actually have photos that I love visiting of my very first party. And as a teacher, like I plan things to a T. Um, and for some reason, I, what I thought was going to happen, I'm usually really good at planning things out. What I thought was going to happen did not happen at all. <laughs> there were three kids there. Mm-hmm. I had an idea that I was going to do manicures and that was going to take like half the time. And then I would dance for a little bit. I got their three kids. The birthday girl was so afraid of me. She wanted nothing to do with me. Mm. She hid. And I spent like most of the time playing with a ball with her. And of course, like the parents were overjoyed, but oh, that was like the first learning experience of, mm. no, you have to over plan. So just from that first party, I completely redid um, my strategy of what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to kind of have, there was a lot of test and fall to get to what I now think is the perfect party format to keep kids engaged and interacted mm-hmm. the entire time. Um, and I had to really set myself up um, and I branded it as just myself to start with because it was just me in Alberta with all these princesses um, and just posting a lot to Facebook. I relied so heavy on Facebook back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually my husband moved to BC and I moved with him and hit that move was so scary because I was leaving my little base that I had made. Yeah. Um, but I was driving up to four hours a weekend to do a party. 
because there just wasn't enough people wanting my services in that little area. Yeah. So moving to BC, to Vancouver, for those of people who know Vancouver, it is lower mainland, huge hub of activity. So many people. Yeah. And, um, I had, I had thought of maybe joining another company, but it just, I had all my costumes. I had my way of doing things. So I decided, no, I'm going to start my own brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got to work. I uh, hired someone to start branding with me. We decided on the name Fairy Sky. Um, I decided on Fairy Sky because, of course, fairies, very whimsical. Mm-hmm. And sky, spelled with an E, is actually where my heritage is from. Mm-hmm. So I'm Scottish by nature, and the Isle of Skye is where my family comes from. Oh, that's nice. Had, yeah. So the name, um, Scottish Heritage, I decided that I wanted the logo to go back to that Scottish Heritage. Um, I wanted everything to kind of go back to that idea of this um, was for my family. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've always like known I've wanted to have a child, and I wanted to be very family-oriented. Um, and then I started branding here, um, and I put so much more work towards creating my image here than I ever did at home. Um, or back in Alberta, back in mm-hmm. Alberta, it was just, okay, I'm a cosplayer. I'm going out. I'm doing princess parties. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, when I moved to Alberta, it was, no, I'm no longer just going to be Amanda or mm-hmm. Analia as I was going by. I'm going to be a f- company and I want to invest in this and I want to make something that I can grow. Yeah. Yeah. So I started my website. I um, did some research into what I needed to be a true, real logistical company. Um, I registered with the government, which was so fun, registered with (laughs) all the different places in around the lower mainland Mm because every city needs their own business license Um, and started to grow. So I did just like what I did at home. I started on Facebook but I also started to get in contact with companies um, mm-hmm. and businesses to ask if I could promote with them. Um, a lot of farmers markets. And I started building my company by going to local farmers markets. And I would approach them by saying, you know, this is beneficial for both of us because there should always be a win, win, win. Mm-hmm. So there's the win for me because it was getting my name out. Mm-hmm. There was the win for the company that I was going to work with mm-hmm. because, of course, characters and um, having a character there is adding to their own um, likability, their own. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's the win for the clients and everyone going there because they're going there to shop. But now all of a sudden their children are being entertained as well. So mm-hmm. it was that win-win-win um, scenario. And from that, I got to kind of show people my personality and uh, how professional we were. You know, we never broke character. Yeah. Uh, never on our phones. It's a big one for me. Yeah. You know, princesses do not have phones. Um, sticking to that character integrity and showing um, the engagement that you can have when you have a teacher in charge. Like, yeah. what I do for a living. I engage children. Um. Yeah, and it just started to grow and making sure, like, uh, I was trying to keep, make sure I had that positive influence on mm-hmm. everyone I met so that they would talk about me to other people. And we grew so fast. Yeah. 
it, it boomed. It went from when I was in Alberta, I was fine with just being me. Um, all of a sudden it was getting out of hand again in BC and I was having more business than I could do myself. And I ended up sitting down and um, talking to other business owners about what it would be like to hire um, employees. Mm-hmm. And I ended up deciding to go with contractors because it fits my business better. Um, and I started to hire my first contractors and it was so fun because they've actually um, ended up being my best friends. I still, I, I chat almost daily with uh, my first character or my first contractor that I ever brought on with me. She's mm. the auntie, the unofficial auntie to my daughter. Aww. I love that. It's so cool that you've, uh, you mainly, I think it, your focus has been like building relationships and everything has sort of like come from that because you're, you're people and heart first. Exactly. So for me, it's not, it's not, I know I will never, never get rich being a party princess performer. Um, if you want a get rich quick scheme, do not join this industry. <laughs> you spend so much money on costumes, on party props, mm. on maintenance. Uh, I, I, it definitely is not is not a money-making, but what I do get to do is I get to make relationships. I get, mm-hmm. I've hired my best friends. I've never been a very close people person. Mm-hmm. And through this company, I've been able to make my best friends, like even some clients uh, that I've gone and I've been princesses for their birthday parties um, have become like my mom tribe. Um, mm-hmm. There's some girls on Instagram that I love, like Pops of Grace and Buddy Cons. Like they've become girls that I started by offering them uh, free paint parties with my princesses mm-hmm. during COVID. And they've become girls that I talk to every day. Like I love Amy of Pops of Grace. I chat with her every single day like this. I wouldn't have been able, I don't think, to have connected with her if it wasn't for this mm. business. That's so cool. So kind of to start your business, you you combined all of the things that you loved and and built upon like your skills that you already had. And then there was lots of trial and error. And then you changed your environment and found your audience. And then once that happened and you concentrated on people, things just like really boomed and you you used your voice, just like we were talking about in the start where, where you asked for help, you did the research and you talked to other people that were successful in order to like find out how to you know, make that success happen for you. Yeah. And I think uh, like, that's why it's so important to promote collaboration over competition. Like Mm. um, this industry, it's also, of course you don't come into it to make money. You don't come into make rich, but also it can be a very toxic environment when you are surrounded by an industry that is based upon looks and you have to have the right look. And um, like I was part of Facebook groups um, for the party printers industry and I ended up having to leave them because everyone was so negative about looks and you had to look a certain way. You had to be a certain size. You had to be this and that. And Mm -hmm. the pretty girls were the popular girls. I just felt too much like high school again. And I was like, you know what? No, this isn't what I want to do. This isn't what I want to be. Um, And like tearing other companies down. And it just wasn't Mm -hmm. me. I was like, you know what? No, I 
don't want to be that mean girl. So I had to leave that community. And instead of seeing the other companies around our area as competition, I started collaborating with them Mm -hmm. and I would send people their way. So if they wanted a princess that I couldn't be that weekend, I didn't have people for it. You know, I would always recommend another company Yeah, and it's slowly grown where now they trust me and they do the same. And from those Facebook groups that were full of that toxic negativity or negativity of princess culture, um, we created our own little one for just BC party princess girls. And it's so uplifting because we have a very tight knit group of several companies that we collaborate and we work together. So like ever after lost princess, higher function. um, Oh gosh, if I forget one, I'm going to feel so bad, (laughs) but they're um, like, there's five of us and we're pretty close and we, we share with each other and it's so much better now. Yeah. And I think, you know, that sort of goes better with, with the characters that you play as well. Like it's all about uplifting others and making sure that people feel confident to, to be themselves it's not about like being the best because I feel like if if they're really that competitive like then the focus is on themselves you know like they're the most important princess but really the most important prince or princess is the birthday exactly exactly it drives me crazy there's a couple ones in the area that are very focused on themselves and I'm I'd much rather focus on collaborating with other women because you know women we can get we can get catty but it's so much better if we just you know put those differences aside and just work together because at the end of the day no one's getting rich from this what we're doing is we're making children's dreams come true and at the end of the day that should be what we're focused on. Not who's making the most, who's booking the most, who has the prettiest princesses. What's the most important thing is how you make a kid feel today. And if I'm not able to make, if I'm not able to make that party, to make that child's dream come true, I want to do whatever I can possibly do to make sure that child's dream comes true. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. 
Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right. Welcome back, everyone. You're with Rebecca Shalon, and we have been talking with Amanda Gerard about all things starting a business, all things magic, and uh, like basically a little bit of her life story, right? Like, um, and we just finished talking about collaboration and the importance of, you know, working with people, asking for help when you need it. And that has led to a lot of the success that you've experienced. But what's next for you, Amanda? Um, well, continuing from uh, where we are. So continuing to build the brand and branch out. So we've slowly been branching out from just normal princess calls. We're now offering pearl parties, which is my newest thing that I'm so excited for. Um, (laughs) With the pearl parties, the kids will get to open up an oyster and find a pearl. And then we send it off to them. So it can be both virtual or in person, as long as of course we're following all COVID restrictions. Um, really pushing those online though. Um, mm. We're also doing paint parties. I never thought I was an artist and COVID has shown me that I can be an artist. So we're teaching um, painting both with character, without character. Mm. Um, and then of course, we're always, always trying to look for new ways that we can reach kids virtually. Um, Cause sadly, like the world that we live in, it's staying this way for a little bit longer. So finding new ideas of how we can entertain kids on a digital platform. And um, we've just switched from our venue to doing those um, decor options. So I'm working right now on collaborating with different um, content creators to take photos and kind of spread the new brand for decor and Mm. of course looming over me is the end of maternity leave soon charlie's eight months so soon it's going to be learning how to balance uh teaching fact balancing my business and family at the same time which will be a whole new set Mm. of boundaries i'm sure so again like lots of change and and having to adapt to to all of that and like I guess the biggest challenge uh, so far has been the pandemic but if the pandemic didn't exist what were some of the obstacles you came across in in terms of building your business um you know what as 
bad has COVID's been? It's been a little bit of a blessing for forcing me to stop and think and slow down. So mm-hmm. I think if it wouldn't have been, my problem would have continued to be just stretching myself way too thin. I know mm-hmm. I would have still had the venue. I would have been setting up parties all weekend, every weekend. Um, I had girls hosting, but I would have been there setting up late at night, mm-hmm. taking down late at night. It would have been such a struggle to think about how I was setting boundaries and stopping and just asking for help from others. So mm-hmm. COVID's definitely it was a little blessing in disguise of forcing me to slow down and kind of enjoy life more and not just be pushing myself to do everything myself. What would be like your, your top three tips to someone who's, um, you know, starting out and and wanting to make their dreams come true of their business? What, what top three tips would you give them for starting out? So definitely find your passion, um, Mm -hmm. owning a business, long hours, Um, but as long as it's something that you're passionate about, you'll find that it's easier to deal with some of those long hours and those hardships. Um, Mm -hmm. ask for help. You are not the first person with this idea. Most likely find those who have the idea and kind of ask them if they can take on a mentorship role. And even if you can't find anyone with the same idea, that's willing to mentor you join a Facebook group, join an Instagram group. I don't even know if there's Instagram groups, but join a group (laughs) of like-minded individuals. For me, it was the Fraser Valley Boss Girls Association. It was a bunch of women Mm -hmm. that I could go and ask for advice and they were fantastic. Um, And then collaborate. Don't, don't focus on competition. You don't want to be known as that company that tried to shut down another company during COVID. <laughs> yeah. happened to me. Do yeah. not be that company because you will burn bridges and, yeah. you know, word gets around when you are competitive and you're burning bridges. So just be collaborative. If you put out that positive energy to other business yeah. owners, positive energy will come back to you. Yeah, exactly. Like, someone else having a bright light doesn't make your light any less bright, <laughs> you know, like you and true <laughs> Queens fix each other's crowns. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that. Well, I want to talk about what you, what you love most about your job. Oh, it is that look, the look that you get <laughs> when a child realizes that they are important enough and that they are worthy enough that a princess decided to come to their special day and mm. that the princess is just as excited about meeting them as they are yeah. to meet the princess, to know that you are special and that you are worthy to have this. It's just the biggest dream come true is to put that wonder and put that like it makes them just, you can see them just beam with pride of the ice princess came to my birthday. She knows my name. And then when you get to crown them and have them promise that they're going to be good and kind, they're going to look after others and just leave those positive impacts. It's just, it makes all the bad days worth it when I get to see that look. Honestly, I, I can vouch for that. I have, <laughs> I have 
I've been Princess Jasmine for Amanda before and like honestly the look that the kids give you with this just this absolute bewilderment like I literally almost cried <laughs> was trying no, the fact to. that you can give it to them is just perfect yeah. and it puts you also in this this perfect pers- this perfect position mm. to once again use your voice so yes. as the princesses we can use our voice to instill those positive things like um making them promise to be good and kind to people they meet um yeah promise that they will look out for those less fortunate than them so putting in that instilling that um thought to maybe go out and give themselves yeah. a service or I always stress the importance of sticking up for someone being bullied. Yep. You know, princess, the princess told me that I need to do it. So I need to do it. And then the importance uh, to follow your dream because life is course. hard and you do not give up just because it's hard. You got to push through. Yeah. You may as well do what you love. My favorite with uh, princess Jasmine is to sort of like push that curiosity and, and having boundaries for yourself with the, you are not a prize to be won and like asking questions and, making sure it is what you want, you know? There's so many, when you go mm. into them, there's people will laugh and say, oh, it's just a princess. But no. it's so much more. The stories, if you actually dive deep, like they are some tough topics. Like you yeah. look at loss, you look at overcoming adversity, you're looking at from rags to riches, mm-hmm. um, depression there's so many things that people are overcoming that these princesses like they there's a reason why people love these stories and why they have survived hundreds of years it's because of how they make you feel and how what chords they strike with you exactly and they're just really good teaching tools as well like you can you can adapt it to today and everything like that like this definitely changes that um some of the stories have made which were necessary but um the lessons are still you know ringing true exactly it's that core values exactly and speaking of values and and beautiful moments to share how can people see some of those moments um, so if you are interested in looking at our princesses and maybe getting to have a visit for your little one, um, we even do tweens. So if you're sitting there listening to your tween and they have a party coming up, we, I would love to do a tween birthday or paint party. So you can find us at Fairest Sky Parties, um, Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, um, and of course, our website's fairestsky.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sky has an E in it. Or if you just want to chat with me um, and see mental health journey, see my, I think she's the most adorable little eight-month-old daughter, um, <laughs> or talk about um, mental health and overcoming adversity, um, my personal Instagram is Anna.Lee. And that's A-N-A? So one N? Yes. Right. A-N-A dot L-E-I-G-H. And of course, the bonus of following Amanda and her personal one is that you get to see all of the delicious treats that she does. She's also (laughs) a really cool foodie. She tests a whole bunch of like restaurants and things around Vancouver, as well as making beautiful creations. I love Loved seeing how you use like the 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 purple um, yes. and the icing and everything like that and like the cupcakes that you make. Oh, I, my, my daughter's God. turning this into woman a little is incredible. Foodie. She really is from all these <laughs> yeah. food that she's surrounded by all the time. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, 
So we've talked a lot about like obstacles and, you know, your favorite things about the business and things like that and, and what's next. Why don't you tell me what your, um, your favorite highlight of being a business owner and an, and an entrepreneur, what, what has that been for you? I think it goes back again to that ability to make connections with people. The best part of owning my business is just uh, getting that extra platform to meet people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually like, you would never know this. I very much like being by myself. My <laughs> husband gets mad at me because he likes to go out, hang out with his friends. And I'd much rather be at home, like going through my books. Like I've barely put down the From Blood and Ash series right now. I'm just mm. going through it as fast as I can. But being a business owner, it's forced me to connect with people. And through that forced connections, I've I have more friends now than I ever did in school. I have this plethora of mamas that I've met through my company that I can go to to seek advice um, and kind of, you know, Charlie is having a crazy day. I can go ask them, did this happen to you? Like, Mm -hmm. or just have someone to just vent to. Mm -hmm. I have my business girls. Like you guys are my best friends. I don't know how I would have survived this last year if it wasn't for all the people that I met through the company, I would still be this girl who went to work, came home, read books, and it would have been a very lonely life. I love that. That is beautiful. But there, there is one last question I do want to ask you. We always end the show this way. If you had 60 seconds where the whole world just had to listen to something you had to say and you had their full undivided attention, what would you want to pass on? Use your voice. Never let anyone take away your value. Um, Your story matters. Your life matters. Share your passions with the world. There is, even if you feel lonely and that you're the only one going through this, open up, talk about it because there is someone else out there going through the exact same thing that you're going through and you do not need to suffer alone. Um, Yeah. I love that. No hesitation at all. What a powerful... No, it's one of the things I've been working on lately. <laughs> That's brilliant. That's a very powerful, empowering message to, to end on. Thank you so much for being on the show with us. It has been wonderful learning more about you and, and hearing about your journey and becoming this amazing boss babe. I hope that everybody follows Amanda at Ferris Sky Parties and Anna.Lee. Um, yeah, thanks for being here. And for everyone else listening, we will be back same bat time next week. So 5 p.m. PST on Voice America and Teen World Radio. Thank you. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.